1: Back to old school with DP and J on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
2: We're back, Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, old school. Um, I always take it, I always like to look in the you know, Austin, the funny thing about it is people get a you know addicted to whatever their social media, whatever, like their mm-hmm. vices. The one thing I like looking at every day, it is I don't, it's not petty, but it's just I mean, I guess it interests me now, just because, you know, you hear about these kids coming out of high school, or you watch them, and then you just always look like to look and see who goes into the portal. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things we need to do is, is Jake in there. Oh, he's not listening. He's not Jake. You're listening. We're, what we're going to do? We need to find a sponsor for. Oh, we can't anymore. But um, <laughs> the most interesting name in the portal Ooh. in the last twenty four mm-hmm. to forty eight hours. So one, I just from the time we went to break until we came back. Fernando Garza, uh the tight end from Texas A&M just jumped in there. Hmm. I don't think okay. he played much, but he's a 3-star transfer transfer um ranking. Jordan Turner, the linebacker from uh, Wisconsin, in that's interesting because you guys a little bit more uh realistic intel. But there's one name that I do know and know very well. And know what he's be- what what makes him good and what what he's built like. And he went in uh, very late yesterday, after we got out, got off the air. Marvin Jones Jr. He's G- a Georgia guy, right? Yeah, four star, point nine three ranking. That's uh, absolutely pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Four four and a half, five star coming out of high school. Um, Daryl Porter Jr. or Daryl Porter. Um, who was a teammate of mine, really good friend of mine, coached him. And mm. Marvin Jones. Do you know who Marvin Jones is?
1: Uh, I can think of the Marvin Jones was in the NFL for a little while.
2: Yeah. Well, it was before your time.
1: Okay. Then no.
2: Marvin Jones, if you could Google him, they used to call him Shade Tree. Linebacker from Florida State was like six three, two fifty, and Woo! was destroying people. <laughs> and he used to wear a visor. He was number fifty five. He played a ton of years for the Jets. Um he actually was a uh, Omaha beef coach, I think, uh, for right. indoor. Yeah. Huh. And uh, he's coached up in uh, Colorado. And so I've you know, played against him all the time. And then I grew up watching him uh, when I was in high school. And uh, he was uh, a great linebacker. This is, is his son. His mm-hmm. son's 6'5", 250 pounds, edge. And he plays with an edge. <laughs> but that's a perfect example. I always tell people about Georgia. Um, I'm gonna tell you a story about Jermaine Johnson. Do you know who he is?
1: The name sounds vaguely familiar, but I couldn't. Yeah. So Jermaine Johnson
2: went to Eden Prairie High School. Okay. Everybody, he, 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 that's where I went to high school. Mm-hmm. Been knowing Jermaine since he was in like fifth grade, right? Um, had some issues. Went to JUCO, and he was on, and he went to Indy with the remember the one crazy coach they did on the net, Netflix? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The coach see, was cussing everybody, right? Yep. So he mm-hmm. was there. He was on a platter to come here. I won't say any names and I but I do have the quote unquote receipts. He was wanting to come here easily would come here okay. um he blew up but was definitely considering Nebraska wanted to come to Nebraska. The lines of communications were not good and and so forth and so on. He goes to Georgia. Right? this is, So, obviously, let lets you know where he was at, how mm-hmm. good he was. 6'5", <laughs> 250, whatever. I mean, he looked just like this. And Georgia had, you know, Javon Walker. They had uh, Smith that the Philly, mm-hmm. and they had all the guys that got drafted. Now, he played, but he was in a rotation with future first-round picks. And they had some other guys. Obviously, uh, MJ Sherman was there as well. Right. right? So, he decides to transfer to Florida State. Again, second time, could have had him. But price was too high. Oshana was probably their best. It was they liked. Jermaine would have probably been done it. But Florida State was the right choice for him. Mm -hmm. Went there, did okay his first year. Second year, was defensive player year in ACC. Went number 10, 11, or 12 to the Jets. Having a good year up for the Pro Bowl. The moral of the story is, whether it's Jermaine Johnson, Marvin Jones Jr., Anybody else down there, this is the difference. This is how this is how the SEC recruits. They sometimes will recruit a guy so he won't go to somewhere else. Right. They will always recruit the number one guy in their position. There is no loyalty to you, and they don't have to because they can.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's how you could have a guy, Marvin Jones, that doesn't have any like off-the-field issues, obviously has all the talent in the world, and you could be in the portal like, in a year. How? You always want to. Well, they probably got about four or five other guys and coming up to the pipe. And sometimes if you get caught in that middle area, right? You're not young and you're not already established guy. If you're in that middle. Kind of like MJ Sherman, right? Then you get put, then you're just like, there's nowhere for you to go. You mm-hmm. got guys ahead of you and you got, they got young guys that they, they're, they're trying to groom to come up and they're going to play. You kind of get just lost in the shuffle and you got to wait for somebody to either play themselves out of, um, you know, the position or sometimes get hurt. And a lot of times that doesn't happen at a place like Georgia. So that's the most interesting name for me um, in there because obviously the the talent and then obviously I know his dad and obviously the pedigree. But, you know, it keeps – every time you refresh it, there's going to be more people in there. And so –
1: We were talking with Pete Nakos today um, on the happy hour, and Nick asked him, you know, will the transfer portal ever slow down? (laughs) And Pete said, no. No. It's going to keep getting crazier, going to keep getting more and more kids every year. Yeah. Unless or until there's a drastic
0: change in college sports. And we're a decade away. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: From that like everything oh. that's
2: being proposed. They got to lose money somehow or not make as money as they as much right. as much money as they think they're going to make right now before there's something that's uh you know, lock and, you know, in step in place. You know, I think that potentially you could down the road with the transfer portal, they, if there's some sort of cap, you know, per, you know, per team or per league, you could see that. You could see like maybe certain sports breaking off and kind of doing their right. whole kind of like European soccer thing. You know, um you know, and, um, you know you, there's got to be some sort of structure to it or it's going to be a free-for-all. I mean, you you know, you had the, you know, the, the the offensive lineman from the University of Oklahoma that started seven games, so you think he's a, just a up starter at a SEC SEC school, Blue Blood University next year, and he goes into Portal. Yeah, Dylan Gabriel had a, a great year. He's been a really good, productive quarterback since he's been in college, but he really kind of was Oklahoma's star this year. Now, I don't know if he feels like there's not enough around him. He goes into Portal. He's going to, to Oregon. It wasn't like, you know, Riley Leonard needed a uptick in offensive weapons around him because he was a Mm -hmm. one man show losing a lot and losing your coach yeah whereas Oklahoma just seemed like they're just getting started had a good year started out slow you know had a good year for them
1: got the transfer from Purdue
2: got yeah got the transfer and you and you Mm bounce and it would have been have to been somebody so good that would have you know beat them out it's slim and none so you see a lot of guys so until they get it settled down um you know as far as a cap and then you know when you can transfer and all that. But now also for the next 14 days, this is the biggest thing that for a college ruling that kind of is almost uh you know dumped is there was a ruling in Ohio that favors NCAA athletes seeking a second transfer. Therefore, for the next 14 days, the NCAA can't rule that that you will have to sit out an extra year. Now I wonder if that rule is upheld in a, in an appeal process is say like Austin, you transferred to Nebraska on your second, you know, transfer for, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'll say for free without penalty. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that do? They give you an option to transfer back. So you don't have to realize the penalty, or if you do it within these 14 days, then you just luck. Then you, then you, you know, then you don't have a penalty. So, it's, I mean, that just came down and nobody's even talking about it because obviously we got big things. We've got a big weekend coming up, but that is huge right now.
1: Stricky and I mentioned the you know, guys that have already transferred twice um, are eligible to play right now and the NCAA won't punish them. What we didn't talk about was the guys who have transferred once feel yeah. trapped and now it's on the table that they can right. transfer again right away. Right? I think right. especially in the context of like college basketball. There's a lot of guys and gals out there that are immediately eligible who've transferred, you know, to their third school now. They've transferred for a second or third time that can play. And the NCAA um, sent a statement to Yahoo Sports saying, you know, the NCAA won't pursue action against these student athletes. You know, they're they're fine to play. We won't go back and punish them retroactively. I don't know if I believe the NCAA. I just don't know if I can trust them. Like the NCAA would have a chance to punish someone drop the hammer on something completely inside their control and they just won't do it. They'll find a way to punish them. Even though I think it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Right. Like you lost in court, take your L let the kids play.
2: Yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, one of the, in the article, you have West Virginia basketball player, uh, raquan battle who transferred mm-hmm. from Montana state after playing at Washington. He's at West Virginia now, mm-hmm. you know, he's one of the guys that, you know, does this open it up for him to play? In this 14 days. Do you, you do you get to play for the next fourteen days? There's Andre Corbello is yeah. one.
1: Was it Illinois, went to St. John's. Yeah. And then is now at uh Doc Sadler U, Southern right. Miss. Yeah. He he's immediately eligible.
2: Yeah, so it's it's interesting uh you, you know how this goes because obviously remember last year the North Carolina had the uh it was it Chaz Walker? Uh mm-hmm. it was it Chaz Walker Te Walker excuse mm-hmm. me, that had every legitimate reason to transfer back to North Carolina uh finally was it was upheld and finally was reversed after a lot of public outcry maybe this is a byproduct of it it's going to be interesting to see what the outcome of it in the next i would say you know 48 to 72 hours mm-hmm. you know what guys transfer places real quick uh to get there and get settled uh whether it's football basketball or any you know guys or girls sports because if you can get in that window then you're safe you don't want to ever get to the, what this is a December 27th uh they have another hearing and then it might get reversed. So right now, you know, not only do you have the regular transfer uh, portal guys and gals mm-hmm. that can go right now, and in particular, obviously, football. Now you got a little bit of influx of more. And that could change the way you scout. Because if you know the ins and outs of this ruling, if it's within those 14 days, then you can kind of come up on somebody that was actually maybe in the cupboard somewhere else and, you, you know, that didn't want to transfer and have to sit out. So it's it's a huge day in the in the far as college football uh, continues it's ever changing changing it won't stop it's the off season and also it's before the bowl games really start kicking off and so now is the time of where you see some of these rulings come out rather quickly and there's going to be a lot of photo or not photos but um, uh, story dumps you know for the rest of the week and so anyways I thought this was a good time to jump into that portal um we'll continue to do it um, at the top of the hour we'll kind of look at the outlook for Nebraska. Uh, best case scenario, worst case scenario and something that you could live with You know, coming out of this weekend. Get your guys' thoughts so we appreciate you guys on the text line of participating. We're going to take a break, come back have a short segment, then we're going to kick it off at the top of 5 o'clock hour. Jay Foreman, Austin Norman, we'll be right back.
1: Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com